Welcome back to Four Geeks by Geeks, where geeks come to geek out. As always, I am T. And I am Bozer. I'm Jeff Sitz. And I'm here. For now. Hey, Jeff, it's the angle of your microphone. We can hear you breathing. No, it's it's scraping against your beard or your shirt or something. Gotcha. Okay. Just wanted to give you a heads up now, so. No, do it early so that we don't have to deal with it for like an hour. Exactly. We don't need another Alex issue. Well. Breathing. Do you hear that? No, we're good now. Sweet. Uh, and welcome back to Thursday Night, where we play a fun little game called City of Mist. We play a... City of Mist! If you do not know... <laughs> is that trademarked? Let's introduce so. you to one of the, uh, in my opinion, is obviously subjective. Um, but I think it's the best TTRPG out there at the moment. Jeff Sitch will probably disagree with me because we've had these conversations at length. But this is a game by Son of Oak. Uh, this is a powered by the apocalypse system. So we roll 2D. Well, they roll 2D6. I don't get to roll click clack math rocks in this game. Um, and they set up scenarios. I let them know the after effects of some shit they set up. And we tell a collaborative story together in this city called Pandora. And I would only disagree, T, because I don't think there is a single best tabletop RPG out there. I know, I There's know. There's so many different ones, and like, it's a move. This is move. this is the, the the bit that we we can't agree on is that there's a tabletop RPG out there for everyone. So literally, regardless of what you like or don't like, there's bound to be something out there that is going to be up your alley. Exactly. Which is why, in the first place, we wanted to play something like this, just to show that other than D and D, there are thousands of great options, especially for indie game companies. And yeah. if you go back and check out our YouTube, you actually see Jeffsitz and I talk about what fifteen different TTRPGs, something like that. Over that the you share those to YouTube. Games. I sure hope you did. I didn't get a recording. Oh shit! Then just kidding. If you <laughs> caught him on Twitch, because um, Bozer only likes sharing his own content. Falls. I share this one. <laughs> that you're a part of. Right. You guys roll two d sixes. I've been rolling d twelves. Ah, oh, that makes a difference. <laughs> All right, so um, it's been a while since we've actually recorded. Uh, we had to have a conversation this morning about what happened the last session, um, and I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I remember about the last five minutes because I've had to use that last five minutes to write our next case, mm-hmm. um, and I think mm-hmm. I've got a good grasp about what's about to go down. Um, and then I remembered who the the mini boss of this is, um, and Bozer Jeffsitz. Um, good luck. That's all I'm gonna say now. Um, sadly, this will be the last episode we have for Lucas for with about for about a month. Uh, he doesn't like us anymore. He's gonna go. Yeah, do I'm. Other things. You know, as as per usual, someone's got to say adios to the crew. Um, you know, every so often. So like, it's gonna be me for a while. It's, um, otherwise, the world will end and the demons I'm, will I'm rise. I'm going to focus on my own streams, actually. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, if you couldn't tell by my, by my streams, uh, I haven't done it. Like, oh you don't I'm mean not. that. You don't mean that. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. tired of carrying the load, all right? <laughs> 
Last episode or two oh. episodes ago, for sure you did. Listen, if four gigs by gigs then offer technical difficulties in a rotating cast, <laughs> I don't think the world would know what to do with that. No, that's our specific brand of tabletop RPG streaming. Yeah, it's what sets us apart from our competition. Exactly. Uh, Dimension oh Twenty. God, there are top competition right now. <laughs> eight tabletop games. I thought our top competition. I thought our top competition was the group of kids playing D&D in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> if only they could figure out how to record it, then they absolutely would be. Exactly. I'll see. Technical I think difficulties, they have more people the board game. <laughs> they have a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they drew a crowd. There's just like 40 people out there watching them play. I don't know how they're doing it. They have a live studio audience. <laughs> Laugh track and everything. Wow. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Bringing us back to in. Holy Jeez. shit. All right. So uh, if you have not joined us in the City of Myth Adventure, that's okay. Um, we are making this one an arc-based system. So there is going to have some overarching elements. Uh, but this campaign is designed for you to be able to jump in at any point without... Um, not being able to understand a lot. Obviously, you'll be missing some character backstory, but that's okay because you can go back and listen to previous episodes on both YouTube or anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, and I mean literally anywhere. I don't think there's a single podcast site that we do not upload to. Um, but for those Thanks, of you Anchor. That, yeah, shout out anchor.fm, whatever the fuck that means. Um, like 4geeksbygeeks.live, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, if this is your first time in, let's uh, introduce ourselves once again, just so we can let you know our roles. Uh, my name's T. I am the Master of Ceremonies. And I am playing Dale, the one-armed, sometimes gun-slinging artificer. Dick-slinging. <laughs> gun-slinging, dick-slinging. Lady-slinging. Um, not, no, not solely lady-slinging. People-slinging. There we go. Um, yeah, if that's not my character fact. We share a character fact every time. Did you know? Um, I think if anybody has tuned in for any amount of stream, you know that he loves everybody. But what you didn't know is Dell used to rock a fine handlebar mustache. But he got too many complaints about <laughs> it tickling places. So... He shaved that and kept the goatee. Oh, shit. Amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> oh. You're um, welcome, America. I'm Jeff Sitz. I am playing Andres Amitz, the gender fluid um, tech goblin of the Neon Pillars whose alter ego is the broker, the leader, or head of the Neon Pillars district. And Andresh's character fact for this week is that their parents are actually alive and well in Pandora. Are they like some super nuclear family and they're happily married in this little cottage out in the <laughs> suburbs? White picket fence. <laughs> The two of them do lead a very boring and easy, I wouldn't say easy necessarily, because whose life is easy in the modern day, but um, like a very plain, <laughs> oh, good, 
Yeah, glad yours is. Bog standard <laughs> white man. <laughs> I can't complain. All right. I... Um. Oh, I really hope that that sound is not drowning me out right now. Um. No. No. Okay. Good. But uh, yeah, Andres's parents are just alive and well and living, you know, the American dream of the maybe not the white picket fence in the city, but just very standard life. Listen, the American dream got destroyed in uh, Pandora by Godzilla some years back. So, <laughs> um, Andres doesn't have contact with them, but knows that they are alive and well. That tracks. You can't be the black sheep of the family if you still talk. Right. Cool, cool, yeah. Um, anywho, uh, what's next? <laughs> Do you need an invitation? <laughs> who, who are you next playing, Lucas? We have Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Huh? Fun fact, what? still uh, don't have his fucking character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I said, uh, literally, well, I guess this would be like two weeks ago on Twitch, so fuck it, we ball, we do this live. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm Lucas. I'm playing Detective Spencer Cooper. And the character fact today is look, Spencer just needs time to himself sometimes because dealing with all these people. <laughs> Here's the he real has, question. How does he decompress? What's what's he do during his well, time? Well, fun fact, uh, just, like, just like me, sometimes he just sleeps for 12 hours. How? Does it the... Doesn't the Sarge call in? Cooper, we need you on the case. I literally, my, my dog was here by himself. Did not wake me once. For 12 hours? Bed, I, was, I fell asleep and was out like a rock for 12 hours. Didn't even mean to. I was like, hey, a 30 minute nap. I think I woke I up can't. once. I think I woke up once at like 10 p.m. It was like, oh, kind of late. And roll back over back to sleep. I cannot sleep that long. Oh, it was great. I feel, feel energized. You know, I was, I was here on time. All right. And uh, where we left off last time, um, Dell got released from jail pending 40 hours of community service. Oh, I should write that down. Andresh was. Oh, Andresh got to meet his or uh, had a, a skerfuffle uh, with his rival Sable, um, and actually earned some respect out of that fight. Dropped some money off at the orphanage, so this is why the MC was very surprised to find out Andresh's parents were still alive and well. Um, and then. I want to say Cooper did something prominent, but I don't know what it was. Big thing was uh, their base of operations was established at uh, Dell's, uh, which is Dell's um, business. Um, and fun fact, we have a cool show and tell coming soon, but we're going to leave that as is because it's not finished yet, and I want to make sure it's done before we get to show off the cool shit we're going to start using. I can't wait um, to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, and the crew is kind of still on edge about what they are as a company. 
Um, the idea, so one of a big, a large mechanic of City of Mist is based around relationships, one of which being your crew relationships. Um, examples being you could be mercenaries for hire, you could be private investigators, um, so on and so forth. Um, Dell, in his wealth of connections, um, had an individual show up on his doorstep coming to plead for help uh, because um, her son was kidnapped by her ex-husband. Um, uh, the name is uh, Miss Tanya Hunt uh, came crying to uh, at Dell's doorstep looking for help because for her ex-husband, a current uh, Pandora Police Department officer, uh, is missing and kidnapped their son uh, without knowing where to go because obviously having your ex-husband be a part of the police force, what cops can you trust? Are the cops going to actually assist you or are they going to help their brother in blue? What what do you do in that circumstance? Um, and that is where we actually found out that uh, Tanya and Dell hook up from time to time. Whether that's a contributing factor to divorce, I guess we'll find out. Nah, nah, she came because of the divorce. It was getting nasty and, you know, I comforted her. Comfort, yeah. come filled. I mean, um, anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it might be 8.30 on a Thursday, but it's 8.30 in the morning here. <laughs> that joke, we're going to cut that one. That joke was. No, we're I'm, not. I'm editing so much it. No, we're worse. not. That joke was so much worse than I intended that to be. <laughs> God, uh, that was is, right off the cuff, it, you um, dirty bird. This episode is gonna get that um, your audience fucking. You gotta click to say yes. This is honestly audience. all of our content should have that by now. Yeah, really. Oh, I'm not but proud of that joke. Anyway, <laughs> Del would I'm be sorry, so proud it, of you. I'm sorry, peoples. Also, we've established that we're, we're building an LLC, so <laughs> both in game and out of game. Um, S Corp LLC <laughs> real estate. Business. So you can sue us formally. Right. There right. we go. No, no, you can't sue us. That's the point right. of the LLC. They oh, can oh, sue oh, four oh. geeks by geeks. Got it. But our bank account has like twelve dollars, so you ain't getting much. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> twelve dollars. So did Tanya leave, or she's still there with us? Um, I'm gonna say we're probably gonna time jump to the next morning. We are going whoa, to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Would they come into the house for the first time and they don't get to see the No, the I don't think anybody went inside. I think... Oh, oh, I we see what you're inside. saying. We stepped inside. Yeah. Uh, so I think actually what we finished off with, I think Cooper said he was going to look into this because obviously he's a part of the police department. Um, because we were meeting there. We were talking in the ramen shop about like next moves and stuff. And we decided that's not a safe space to talk. So we were going to my shop to continue the conversation. And then Tanya right. showed up. So I don't want to time jump and that's skip the valid. reason that we were there in the that's first valid. place. <laughs> so yeah, we'll pick Actually, up after, yes. we'll pick up after Tanya has left. Um, she was going to collect herself and we can pick up as we enter Dell's and you guys can continue the conversation of um, who are you? But before we get there again so if you are coming in for the first time uh, Pandora is going to be a weird ensemble of things and you're like ah oh, this doesn't make sense and that's the point 
Uh, City of Mist is a pop culture meets a modern day. Um, I think only one person has technically announced who their mythos is, which is Bozer, uh, who is um, embodied by Hephaestus. Clank! We've met Andrushes as well. I don't know if we've technically stated. Oh no, we did. I died. That's that a whole conversation. Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, Andresh is because uh, uh, mythos is Odin. Uh, so as you can see, we already have Greek mythology and we have Norse mythology. Um, On accident. Pierce Snyder is embodiment of Horus, who is Egyptian mythology. This is not all mythology based. It just happened to be a good chunk of mythology based starting off. And um, Emily at Pond's Palace. There's Waluigi. Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited for that one, and nobody got it the first time around, and I was a little disappointed in my description skills. Two weeks ago, I finally got it. Yeah. Don't worry, All I clicked right. it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Um, bit of a voiceover. We're going to do something a little bit different, because I've been trying to establish what how I want these stories to be told. And I think I'm going to do this. We are going to enter in into a dark home. The only lights that can be seen are in through a faint light breaking through curtains. A red flashing light is emitting off of an answering machine. And it clicks. The voicemail begins to play. Listen, Tanya, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, it, it, it's over. I can't do this anymore. This just is not working out. Uh, I know we said we were going to try, but it, it, this isn't okay. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm taking our kid, and don't try to find us because, let's be honest, it's not going to go well for you go to the police department they're not going to help you they're going to back me so just forget about me forget about our life forget about everything um and good luck and the answering machine clicks pandora is a place filled with trauma and turmoil most people's lives are nowhere near as rough as those that are forced to live in this beloved and wretched city. Some people have found the, the crossover of fairy tales and these stories coming to life to be a blessing, and others have found this life to be in living embodiment of a curse. Whether it be Pandora's box or hell itself, most people are probably not enjoying it here, and they're just struggling to make it through. And unfortunately, one of those people is Tanya Hunt, a waitress who's de dedicated her life to taking care of her family, raising her son in this city where you don't know what's going to happen. But one thing that you're always supposed to have is family. And sometimes that just gets ripped out from under you. All right, so you three, you are outside in front of Dell's. What you doing? All right, so I think we should take the rest of this conversation downstairs. What do you say? What's downstairs? 
Ugh, dungeon. <laughs> well, if I told you, it wouldn't be a surprise now, would it? Dell, I'm just starting to trust you. It's my workshop. It's where my workshop's down there. God, it's, it's where I figured we could kind of meet up and... Somehow that doesn't make me feel any better. Okay. Uh, let's be real here. The two of us can take him. It's... He tries to... I bet Dell would appreciate that. Is that an ableist comment that I'm hearing from you, sir? Just because I got one arm? No, it's... Okay. Is the fact that I'm confident I could beat your ass. Don't make promises you can't keep. All right, let's get inside. I open the door. And I hold it open like a gentleman. Andres just turning to Detective Cooper. It's honestly really impressive how he manages to turn everything into someone flirting with him. Uh, it tr Trust me, uh, you're not going to feel that way after you've been with him for a while. It, it gets quite annoying sometimes. Oh, you two are together? <laughs> Great. Now there's two of you. And I just I hold the door open with my foot and spank you on the way in. Alright, giddy up, partner. Let's go. I I would love to tase you. I just wink and I I tase you. <laughs> Do you really tase me? I'm tasing you. Jesus. <laughs> With like the gun one or like a. No, I'm not tasing you. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Give the people what they want. So what's the basic? That's that's what I'm afraid of. Is I'm giving you what you want. Well, if he would step out of the fucking door, I would move this story forward. God. Obviously, I'm walking in. Though. So we walk in and I lead you through the shop. Turn the light. The lights are already on because we were there with Tanya. And I go towards the back, and I open a wooden door, where I unlock a wooden door. And flip on a light, and there's a <coughs> staircase heading down. Entrez-vous, motherfuckers. And I start heading down the stairs. Um, Andres will hang back and try and peek around the, like, register for a, the books. I don't know what I, how organized Dell is, but Andres is just kind of trying to figure out if there's any kind of record keeping that Ish. they can take. It's an easy enough business. They drop off, I fix, they pick up, I make some money. I do keep track of like numbers for tax purposes, but. Um, Here we go. Specifically looking for um, envelopes that have addresses other than this one. Because Andres is trying to figure out people connected to the foundry. You probably wouldn't find many because I don't deliver anything. Okay. Um, they, they pick up, they drop off. And... Alright. Yeah, they probably wouldn't find any uh, many addresses. Maybe, like, on a random sticky note, but something would be, like, crossed off because I had completed that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I kind of have a, have a service where if they don't pick it up within a certain amount of time, then it's mine and I scrap it for parts and I use it. Nice. Um, so it leads you downstairs and it's completely dark when you get to the bottom of the stairs. 
and I reach around to the left side of the wall, and there's a breaker box, and you just hear, <laughs> and these fluorescent lights click on, and it's rather spacious down here in the basement. It's bigger than you would think it is from the outside of the shop, um, and that's because Stell's is kind of on an alley as well, and the basement kind of goes underneath the alley a little bit, so it is larger than the upstairs. Um, and what you see before you is in the back corner, there is a wall, and on that wall are shelves, but the, they have been rigged to be conveyor belts. And so with a pull of a lever, this, these belts kind of flow through and I can get access to different parts. And it's kind of like Clueless Closet. If you ever watched that movie or all their clothes. <laughs> no? No Clueless? Okay, in the chat, anybody seen Clueless? She had a rotating closet. I don't know why that's my first thought. Um, anyway, <laughs> and there's like a workbench and there's just like random shit and parts and gears strewn all over the place. It's like an organized chaos. Um, so along on the conveyor belts, there's parts, but then along on the right wall, there's these really, some are futuristic looking, some are steampunky looking. There's like different hooks and there's different, all sorts of manner of things in, in process of being completed. And some were, didn't quite work. And so they just sit down here, um, but they might be retrofitted later. So I don't want to throw them away. Um, and then off to the left, there is kind of a, a table, a, a taller wooden table with um, some stools around it and um, a, a large TV down there, as, as well as a, kind of like a, a, a long desk with, um, what's it called, a cork board, kind of like what Spencer might have in his office, but because I've been doing my own little research and reconnaissance, so I kind of go down there and keep track of things. And there's different sticky notes, and there's different um, pictures and papers, and I don't have, like, the red string and all. I'm not that cool. Um, and then on the far left back corner, there's kind of, like, a, just a lounge area. There's some couches, a, a big leather couch, um, a old lazy boy. Black leather couch? No, it's brown. I can't get a black one. Um, and as soon as I turn a light on, you see that over there. Um, I kind of rush over and I, I'm like, oh, hold on. I grab some handcuffs from the <laughs> couch. And I just kind of like stuff them underneath the, the cushion. <laughs> and also in the, in the very back, there is... Um, a door. Uh, I'm like, oh, so y'all see that door back there? If ever y'all need to come in or get through, I want y'all to use that back door, and that will go lead you up to the I'm access sure you to would the like alley. To use the back door. <laughs> hey, you're getting good at this. High five. No. Yeah, I'm proud of you. See, I'm rubbing oh. off on you in more ways than one. I'm just a little. Um, head over to that back door and just walk up it to try and see where it comes up out of the, or into the alleyway. So you open the door and it's kind of like a recessed staircase from the alley. Mm -hmm. And so you would walk up and you'd be on the uh, left side of my shop. And you can look up and you see 
there's uh, a fire escape uh, about seven, six, seven feet up from there, and it doesn't go all the way through. It kind of hits a dead end where another building, a larger building on the other side of the block, blocks it off. There's a dumpster back there. Um, yeah. Um, Andresh will kind of walk up the steps a little bit out of sight of the rest of the crew, and I'll still make a roll just to see how um, well I do this, but try and call in one of the Raven drones to get an aerial view of this area. Yeah. And try let's and secretly do. set up one across the alleyway from it. Yeah, let's do an investigate roll. Um, I'm not looking for anything. I'm just trying to hide the fact that I'm using the Raven drone. Sorry, um, I thought you were trying to set up like actual surveillance. Uh, let's do a sneak around then. I am. Um, I just I didn't expect there to be anything to look at right yep, now. Yep, no problem. Let's go ahead and do a sneak around then. All right. Um, so, Raven drones and looking over my shoulder. Yep, plus two. Ooh, um, total of eight. Okay. Uh, when you use your abilities to act secretively or deceptively, roll plus power. On a hit, everyone that should fall for this falls for it. On a 7 to 9, it's complicated. Alright, so I've got my notes, and you can continue on. Alright. So yeah, um, walk up the stairs from the recessed entrance a little bit. Call in the Raven drone on the wrist, the, the wrist computer thing. And kind of set it up in the, like, Assuming there's like a telephone pole or a street oh, light absolutely. in the alleyway or something, just kind of set it up at the top of that, um, just behind the light, so it's a little hard to see though. Reminder: pigeons aren't real; they're government surveillance. Anyways, moving on. And then walks back in and just goes seems clear out there. Perfect. Can I offer you boys a drink? Do you have any tea? What did he say? Fuck yes. I'm not sure. And I got my drinking hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask for it. <laughs> and, and you said you want some tea. Yes, if you have any. All right. And so on. I actually on the wall by the breaker box. I grabbed this. It's like a little clicker, and. I said, check this out. And I give it a click, and there's a cabinet that was against the wall, and it's kind of like a nice little oak wooden cabinet, but it springs up on these little spidery legs. And it walks all the way over across the room, around all the shit, over the shit, and straight up to me. This is my this is my little spider bar bar cart, y'all. I'm pretty proud of this. Of all the things I'd have made down here, this is one of my proudest. And I give it like a little kick, and the top kind of opens up, and it's got different bottles and cups and an ice bucket in there. Uh, cool. How big is this thing? It's not too big. Um, it's it's it doesn't have like a full bar within. Like, it doesn't have every kind of liquor. It's got a few bottles, like a bottle of whiskey. Um, some like vermouth things that you could easily make like an old fashioned some bitters okay. and all that whiskey okay 
Sure. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. You want a tea? You, you can have some tea. I'll make you some tea. Oh, I was talking to Spencer. It's the only, the only thing that is American. <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would not put it past Dell to just be like, I don't have any tea. Well, how about some whiskey? Praise <laughs> hell, praise Dale. So I just I pull out two glasses and I... Um, you like a neat? You want a rocks? beer neat or on the rocks but okay you just want a beer i'm not getting drunk around you that's a smart man that's a man <laughs> learned i don't like what that insinuates hold on hold on <laughs> yeah uh, uh, you might be going to jail <laughs> again go ahead open your mouth a little bit more well if you just want a beer there's a fridge over there it is said in jail <laughs> um there is a there is a beer fridge in the in the back. Help yourself. I pour myself a little whiskey and um, I, I said I I gotta I'll run up to my my place will be right back. And so I just kind of run up into my actual studio apartment above the shop. I grab some tea and a kettle. Um, and I somehow like fumble it <laughs> and i'm probably gone for a few minutes if there's anything that you guys are doing while i'm gone yeah Andresh will take this time to give their own once over okay this room and see if there's any other hidden compartments or rooms um just like going looking for hidden seams in the wall or uh in the floor okay yeah, that would be an investigate check. Okay. And so for this one, I will use eye for detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm going to kind of dump into this one. I'll use eye for detail, weaponized info based off of how all the stuff that I know about Dell at this point, as Valid. well as Odin's eye for a look within. Okay. Trying to read into Dell's deeper thoughts a little bit to try and get an idea of where he might have hidden stuff. Sure. I'm warning you right now. I wouldn't go looking too deep because you might find some questionable things. <sighs> Total of eight. All right. Uh, when you use your ability to seek answers to burning questions, roll plus power. On a hit, you get clues equal power. Uh, spend your clues one-to-one -to, -one to ask MC a question about the subject of your investigation or ask another player a relevant question about their character. Um, this obviously is going to be you asking another player mm -hmm. questions. On a seven to nine, you can choose one. Um, your investigation exposes you to a danger. The clues you get are fuzzy, incomplete, part true, part false. Uh, whoever or whatever asking you the questions can ask you one question as well. You answer on the same term. They, um, the person asking the question or answering the questions gets to choose one of those. Yep. So, so clues equals power. So you use three power. Um, so you will be able to ask, um, Dell three questions. Dell, you will be able to ask Andres three questions in return. About himself? Yep. In general. Well, so it's more like pertinent. So, not... so it's more one of the things like he one is going question. to be. Yo, sorry, one question. So it's more going to be like, in this circumstance, like, why are you investigating me question type thing to, like, open that level of discord? You don't have But I'm not ask, there. But... Yeah, I was like, yeah, that was my thing, is he's currently not there. 
Right, but the information he is going to gather in this area would only be able to be answered by Dell. So he's going to pick up information, and basically Jeffsis is going to be creating a narrative plot point, and then he and Bozer are going to be able to basically just add something into this uh, base of operations that may not have been established already. Dell gets to choose one of those three. Oh, then I'm gonna. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Thank then you. I'm gonna they say the either give you a straight answer or I'll... yeah. The clue you get is kind of fuzzy. Okay. Or <clears throat> are we? And they're handcuffs. That's the clue. No. So as you are looking around, um, back by the couch lounge area, there is a kind of a seam in the okay. wall. Um. Well, really, there would be two seams. It's about six feet wide between the seams. Okay. Um, and on on one part of the wall are some like the wall that you're looking at has some old framed posters of um, actually of old old cinematic movies. Um, like oh, cool. okay. like Casablanca. Yeah. And okay. Um, what's not, not gone with the wind. What's another? What's another Citizen one? Citizen Kane. Broke yeah. Because because Dell's into the classics or even like um, Metropolis, like a silent mm-hmm. movie. Because he really likes the old stuff. Um, okay. And so yeah, you see you see some two seams and uh, I'm trying to think what it would be. Would want to go in Dell's theater room anyway. <laughs> and and there's a little light switch right next to that wall. Okay. So yeah, I'd say like seems showing those seams is good for the first is more than enough for the first clue second clue is just what's the mechanically speaking how would someone open this does it seem like the switch would be the way to do it it seems because like when i turned all the lights on i used breakers i didn't use that switch it doesn't seem like it would go to anything else because all the there's like lamps and stuff that have been turned on already too Okay. Um, and then, like, I think I gotta hold on to that last clue. I should have only used two now that I'm thinking about it, because I only had two questions. Gotcha. Um, which is, is there a secret compartment? How would it be opened? So I'll hold on to a third clue for later and just mark it down on the stuff that I have. And then just to clarify, technically speaking, base of operations is a theme card. Um, however, base of operations are fucking cool, so I'm just going to give you guys the ability to do this. Um, I'm going to give you guys the ability to upgrade and improve this base of operations as you guys see fit. However, if you guys are adding things, there's going to be a financial cost um, and different things like that. So this is going to be something you guys can build upon and improve to help you implement story tags into the game um, and whatnot, but yeah. So then a few minutes later, you hear like clunk, 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 heavy boots coming down the stairs and I've got a, a kettle and a, a, the nicest mug I could find, which is like one of your classic New York cafe brown coffee mugs. And um, naturally, I, I didn't have much on hand. I had, I had an Earl Grey. Is that okay? Oh, perfect. And do you, is tea your preferred? 
Yes. Perfect. Then do you mind if I just kind of work something up for you? And I take it all over to my workbench. And within reach, I grab a, like an old Bunsen burner, uh, a few other odds and ends from some leftover parts. And I would like to create for um, Andres like a, a personal tea maker that you can just kind of like hit a switch and it just starts. Okay. It's almost like a coffee maker, but it's specifically for tea and yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Do I have to roll for that? Like for... to change the game kind of thing? Technically speaking, yeah. So let's just see how well it works. Um, oh, I'm going to use um, Mother of Invention. Yeah. And Scrap for Parts. Absolutely. Plus two. So that is seven plus two is a nine. All right. Mixed success. Um, basically, this is just you creating juice. Juice is equal to power, so you get two juice. Um, it's just going to be you have two story tags based around this coffee maker that you can use ongoing in regards to this coffee maker. But yeah, you, you make Save it. Save one of those juices to inevitably poison Andres. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so you see... You see my Metal Gear um, steampunk arm kind of appear, and like in furious fashion, I'm grabbing things and, and grabbing thing, um, breaking things and fixing things and putting them together. And in a matter of moments, um, there is the kettle that gets hot, and when it starts steaming, um, the lid is opened, and there is this little kind of spinning gear arm that is fix so that it will even be prepared to steep your tea um, on, over your teacup and it's kind of like a little Rube Goldberg mm -hmm. kind of cool setup I nice. dig it I dig it give that give that a moment it'll be done if you thank you comes out coffee like how <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that was on the failure oh, comes out as whiskey yep <laughs> <laughs> That's a success. That's a 10. So, this Tanya, is it important? Yes, in the way that it's all important. It's important to me. And it could have something linked to, I don't know, something linked to the genie or the daywalkers or. Because we did learn that that's what. Cole's been working undercover with, right? The Daywalkers. Correct. And Cole is Tanya's ex-husband. Yep. And current PPD police officer. I mean, it seems the most pressing in this moment, but we've all got reasons that we want to take the genie down too, so I don't want that to fall off the table. What do you think, Spence? Well, I think either way we need to um, find this coal, even if it's not to help Tanya, so we can help her in the meantime. Honestly, I only really care about the kid. I don't... I really don't know her, and I really... I don't... I've worked with 
Cole in the past, but I haven't worked with him in a long time. So I. Feelings aside for Tanya, and honestly, there's, she's just a good time on occasion. Uh, she really is. She's good people. She works hard. She's a waitress down at the... Uh, Name it. I was going to say P.F. Chang's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, at, at the diner on the corner. You know, you know which one I'm talking about. They got really good donuts and coffee. You know, Spencer. What's it called? What's that supposed to mean? Oh, donuts and coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, donuts and coffee diner. It, yeah. Is it is it Lucky's Donuts? Ooh. Can we put which, Lucky's Donuts in there? Also serving Which ironically does not Chinese. Sell <laughs> does not sell Do you mean Lucky's Donut? Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. It is Lucky's Uncultured swine. Down at Lucky's Diner down there. Uh, she works hard. She tries to just make ends meet while he's uh, Cole's undercover this whole time, and he's hardly home. And she has people watching that poor kid. She's doing her best. This ain't this ain't fair. Is the child in danger with the father? Well, he's undercover with the Daywalker gang. So if he took the kid, he either blew his cover, and then they're gonna be after him. And he's got the kid. Or he brought the kid into that mess. Like, until I go back to the PD, I'm not going to have any answers. I... I'll have to look it up with them and see, see what they're tracking. And how does this all work for us? Do we just decide whatever we want to do and just go after it like some sort of Scooby-Doo gang? Or... Do we get um, assignments? You guys are kind of free to do whatever two of you see fit. Um, I have people I have to report to, as you can tell. Uh, so it, you guys have a little more freedom than I do, for sure. But we're all working towards the same goal of trying to get this genie, right? That's what brought us together in the first place. Yes, between one of my two jobs, yeah. It all kind of links together. So, for the time being, we're... What do you think? More of a hired guns situation? Because that's kind of how the last one went. I'm fine with that. Really, I'm just in it to get some answers and that seems to be at least one way to get some. As long as you both understand, I'm not the one paying you. And I'm also not the one calling shots. I'm just... No, that does raise a good point, though. For us to be able to... We may need to raise some funds to be able to afford the equipment or gear or contacts that we need to go after the genie. So... Maybe we can start to advertise ourselves as another smaller organization as to take as, on other jobs. As long as my name is out of it. What do you mean, like put up flowers? Do, <laughs> do, do you hear things that go bump in the night? I was thinking more creating, I don't know, 
a LinkedIn page. An LLC? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to create an S-Corp for this? Maybe it does start with flyers. Maybe it starts with just... A Craigslist post? Not that kind right. of Craigslist post. Not that kind of Craigslist post, Dell. What's wrong with Craig? He's just trying to help people. But Cash on we... counters on Craigslist. Maybe you throw out some advertisements on the internet or around the area. It can start with Tanya here. It can be word of mouth for the most part, but I feel bad charging her. I feel like, and that's how it gets it gets messy. Is if it's a stranger, it's one thing because we we got a job to do. But she came to me as a friend. This is true, and. I'd like to reiterate one more time. I'm not involved in this on any, you know, public level. But for obvious the, reasons. On on just that case or all cases moving forward? In general, I, I kind of have a lot of authoritative figures watching over me. I still have bosses to answer to. Well, one of which I feel like really would want you on these this kind of shit and would endorse it from the end. Uh, yes, but also that's part of my position outside of the end. It collaboration is okay. Funding it, the kind of vigilante shit is not necessarily great. Well, Andres, I guess that's where we have the advantage. We so. can. Yeah, we have a little bit more. We have longer leashes. Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good way of putting it. It's so, just till some portal no. pops out of nowhere and sucks us in and yanks that thing real quick. What? It's a vicious circle. From the, the how did you get brought to the inn? I don't think I was. <laughs> it's funny because he wasn't there. Uh, yes, he was. I remember hearing we oh. walked past the windows. He, each I'm person saying was he in their himself own. wasn't there, but his no, character right. was. Andres was there, but I assumed that because they didn't cooperate in the slightest, their memory was just wiped and they were let back out onto the street. Oh! <gasps> yeah, how many times have you, uh, you lost your memory there, Bill? You don't remember that? <laughs> you don't remember that? Just that was a once. whole bit. The inn? Is that like a pub in the I, area? I just look at Spencer. <laughs> okay, that's that's a later problem, I guess. Uh, so, plan of action. Could I guess prior. Go ahead. Um, could I try and use um, Odin's eye to read? Cooper's mind to try and get some insight into what Dell is talking about. That would be. I can defend this. Yeah, that'd be an investigate check. Okay. I don't think. I don't think I know Cooper well enough to be able to use studied opponent. Yeah, I, I wouldn't give you that one. Um. Just because you know a guy's an asshole. Place. I mean, you know yeah. him well enough. <laughs> So technically, this would be like perching, right? 
like perching uh in in this sense it'd be because you're trying to pull information from the mist right yeah um using my mist power so i'm using a divination mist power to literally read your mind right now so yeah kind of um so i i think it's almost like i have stuff to defend this i think i'm just i'm going to use eye for detail to try and read okay physically read his face and then i'll look within to try and read his mind sure i'll give you that um and this one's gonna be a bit of rule breaking but if lucas has a defense for this um i will also allow him to roll face danger um and we're kind of narratively adjust um what lucas provides from there so okay. uh lucas what do you have available to defend against something like this so as far as as far as my character sheet goes um i have hope if i could see i i've sent you this i don't think so i don't want to hear it because i have sent you this um i have knowledge of mythoid manipulate risk powers but the most important thing is actually the gatekeeping um, where is it? The fedora. Which one do you read that fedora? Because it actually has the specific martial sensory. arts, meditation, discipline, tracking, gift of gab, detective, knowledge of mythoi, gatekeeper, arsenal, perching, info mist. Hmm. It'd be nice if I remember what number this was. I mean, purchasing also, is or perching is a. I also only rolled a five, so. Okay, gotcha. All right, so on a five, yeah. So um, I'm gonna add some some lore to the in itself. Um, Odin's eye use. Can you use Odin's eye again? You just used it for Dells. Oh, it's over. Yeah, I'm not gonna punch you. It hasn't been overused yet. Um, so Odin's eye has always allowed you to see beyond what your, your physical can. Um, and as you are making eye contact with Cooper, as you feel the mist kind of warping through, um, your, your visual sight, as you approach Cooper's eye and as typically you would kind of like enter into his pupil and open up into his, his memory, you see the mist hit and dissipate outwards, almost in an explosion as you see the gray mist you've seen a time or two kind of swirl around Cooper's head in a defensive, swifting uh, airstream, kind of pushing away the mist. Okay. Uh, and I am going to say, I think I think Cooper would be aware of this. I don't think I'm going to give him the ability to know exactly what would happen. Uh, but I would say Cooper would be aware that, like, an implement of the inn's abilities of defense did just activate to stop something from occurring. Mm -hmm. Fun, fun, fun. Cause, yeah, I was going to counter roll that. I definitely rolled an 11. All right, so Cooper, uh, so being aware that um, the, the protection that the inn provides you from the mist, do you respond to knowing that a mist power is just tried to be used against you? Um, I think. Uh, ooh, I don't want to do this. I'm gonna. 
in in response, I'm going to kind of I'm like leaning up against like having these kind of like leaning against something, having this conversation. I'm gonna set my beard down and kind of just like look around since I don't know it's coming from Jordan, but I'm gonna just right. try to like work around. Like, okay. Kind of get into the You get that, you know, that eerie, that eerie feeling. You're like, I dig it. Okay. And I, I pop up from the couch that I was sitting on. All right, and I walk over to this big whiteboard that's over by the tall table kind of conference area, and I wipe off some slick schematics. Let's make a plan. So sounds like step one. We gotta, we're gonna help Tanya. Step two, get money. Step three, mission complete. <laughs> Step one, we're going to help Tanya find Mikey. As Tommy. Mikey. Did I name him Mikey? I didn't have a name for him here. Mm -hmm. I wrote Mikey, kid, seven years old. All right. Tommy is actually Jeff, Mikey. it is. <laughs> Andrew. And I'm writing this down on the board. Step one. Um... And with that, we can start to make some connections, start to get the word out that this is the shit we're going to do, as well as try to maybe sort out some things about the journey. Step two, get some other jobs as we can. Uh, I don't know nothing about that Ethernet shit, so <laughs> that's on you, Andres. I can handle that. I can put up some flyers on some telephone poles, if that would help. Sure. Um, I think once we've help Tanya out with this, having someone who probably overhears tons of conversations and interacts with hundreds of people a day, having them be able to vouch for us via word of mouth will be incredibly useful. Good. Step two, get connections just like, or step three, get connections just like you said, and step four, use those connections, take down Jamie. It sounds like a very good start for our plan, a broad plan. Obviously, as we come two step to step, we'll figure out the details on how to complete each one, but... Cooper. But, you might see something missing. What do we call ourselves? What is our cool superhero name, y'all? Really? Yeah, really, Damn we're a, a team of, I don't even know. Dale's Devils. Mm, we're all, I don't think we, any single one of us should take ownership over this. All right, all right, all right. We are all touched Spit by the mist. I, I, I don't want my name, cut. I don't want my name on this at all. <laughs> Right, but you gotta have a name so they can spread. Otherwise, they're gonna say, right. "Hey, these people help me." Who? I, I know, I know. So you like old movies, right? You ever heard of the A Team? That's not a movie, first of all, ignorant bitch. And <laughs> it's not that old. Yes, I've heard of the A Team. I'm pretty sure they have a movie called the A Team, but whatever. But um, you guys are kind of like the B Team. It's... Who's you guys? You're with us. Oh, no, You're... no, no, no. I just, I'm sent here to, could, can I handle Cooper, this? 
Yeah, you're not a part of this. But you're you're part of the group. Look, wink, wink. Then you get a text from Snyder, you're a part of this. And I'm Suck a part of that. <laughs> I'm a part of that. That's for you, John. Even for the A-team, what made them interesting was the fact that none of them really fit together. But they still were a cohesive team. Kind yeah, of like had, us. I had one really good leader, and then bunch of yahoos that did a bunch of stupid shit well we got the yahoo stupid shit down yeah we do yeah um what are you gonna do for your community service by the way <laughs> well this tanya thing could be that it is uh dealing with a corrupt police officer potentially can i log those hours i don't i'm not quite sure that's gonna be legally Took down corrupt police <laughs> officer. Usually citizens don't just, you know, go, I'm an individual anywhere. <laughs> That's not exactly how that works. I can't just be Batman for... Maybe you could pick up trash sense. in the park, but regardless... I'll figure it out. We're kind of a ill-fitting mishmash of people to come together and create this group. Yeah, like we just don't quite fit. Exactly. And we are, we all are touched by the mess. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's kind of cheesy, but maybe the mist fits. I love it! <laughs> <laughs> That's all well and good, but you do realize there's like, I don't know, whole city of people that um, aren't touched by the mist so like it, yeah but... it sounds like a band <laughs> no I don't think so we could also be a band if that would help. <laughs> I... look just because you can play the skin food really well doesn't <laughs> I can also slap at the bass <laughs> Should I leave? <laughs> need a moment? No. No, I no. I'm I'll, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, your tea is done, by the way. I go oh, over and I thank you. I grab it, bring it, and I click click the button, and the the little bar cart spider crawls over to where I'm at, and I refill my my glass. Uh. Okay, working day. Maybe maybe needs to change, but I'm going to write Mist Fits on the board. Merch coming soon. <laughs> How often and are we going to say tell you, you offered this space up as kind of our base of operations. Yeah, I can uh, I can put a key po uh, well I can put a deadlock lo I don't really want to give y'all a key. <laughs> I trust you guys enough to save people's lives with it, but come in here unannounced. No. No, y'all can come in unannounced all you want, because with th that back door can lock, and the door up to the shop can lock. So if I if we put, uh, you know, one of those little twisted combo locks out on that door, because keys can be stolen, keys can be taken, and then anybody has access to our secret hideout down here. 
So, if we make a way that only y'all can get in here, and Meikasa Yusukasa. Del, maybe you and I can collaborate on something for that as well. Something a little more high-tech than a combo lock. Possibly. I'm gonna need some help. <laughs> but that'll be for a, a future project. For now, it's all fun and well to come up with names for the group that we're going to be, our band or whatever, but do we have any solid leads to work off of for this target case? Trying to find a kid, trying to find Cole. Well, you would know where he lived, wouldn't you, Spencer? Um, you at least have those records at work. Yeah, I'd, say it was, I'd have to go down to the PD and, and try to see who's, who's coordinating with his undercover operation. Because he's probably been living in their territory this entire time, you know, since he is undercover and was also going through a divorce. So I guarantee you he wasn't home with Tanya. I can vouch for that. Uh, GM, what do we already know about the Daywalkers? I don't know who a GM is. I'm the MC. MC, damn it. GMC? Uh, yeah, you know me. The, the Daywalkers are uh, one of the newer gangs of the area, um, but they are pronounced for uh, arms dealing. Hey, and, you know, that means we can get you one of them. God damn it. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> oh shit, that was so good. <laughs> uh, DM, or sorry, um, MC. Could I? I want to see if I could retroactively say that I have had contacts with the Daywalkers and they yeah. owe me some information at this point. Uh, we're going to need to make What a... is that role? Um, change change the, game? the game? Yeah. Cool. Um, so, Neon Pillars District, power tag. Yep. Netrunner access, power tag. Yep. And weaponized info, power tag. Absolutely. And map of the city that is a total of 12. Fuck nice yeah. um so just so you guys remember uh day walkers are actually right next to the old district so they butt up against the foundry um they actually share uh, a territorial border um to the south of them was i think the genie actually i tried finding the picture it's not here it's in discord reference photos is it the most so. up the most updated one you sh i don't think it's in reference photos because no reference photos has got a bunch of the actual reference photos in it yeah i don't think i've uploaded that give me oh. one moment it's, well it's on our instagram <laughs> <laughs> all right so yes um so pandora uh to the north is gonna have the the foundry in the northwest uh, the Daywalkers is like the true north. 
Uh, so the Daywalker shares territory with the genie to the south of them. Uh, to the southwest is the Copper Demon Company, and then to the east of them is going to be the Foundry. And just for your guys' sanity, let me... Snipping tool, new... Now, these Daywalkers, it would be pretty easy to figure out who's who's who, because, I mean, they're all probably gingers, right? <laughs> You're just trying to get... Loses all of our audience, right? Bit yeah, by all bit. The all the gingers we have. All right, it makes up ninety percent. I did some market research last week, and ninety <laughs> percent of our audience are gingers. Think. Is all you're telling me? Yes. Uh, there's your guys' is reference photo to hopefully make your life a little bit easier. Where'd you send that? Reference photos. <laughs> Here's your reference photo. Oh, Where is that in the reference? Photos? <laughs> all right, but quit making sense. <laughs> Change the game. When you use your abilities to give yourself or your allies an advantage, roll plus power. Uh, spend your juice to gain the following effects one-to-one. -one. Create a story tag. Burn a power tag. Give a reduced status. On a 10+, plus, uh, you get a minimum of two juice, and you get your juice to choose. Scale up effect, prolong effect, hide the effect, or any other improvement you and the MC agree on. Um, I'm gonna... I would like to scope... Um, reading over this, even though I use three power, it's not that I get two juice and then three power on top mm -hmm. of that. It's just stating I get a minimum, which means if yep. I used one power, I would still get two juice. Correct. But with this, I get three juice because I use three power. Correct. And I'm going to... I'm going to prolong the effect because... Well, okay, so... It's on the Daywalkers. They still owe me payment for the information that I got them. Okay. That's what the, the juice is, sure. essentially. Absolutely. So what I'm, writing down is, what I'm writing down is plus three juice on Daywalkers' information payment. Absolutely. And I don't know if scaling up the effect would really do anything. It's just the Daywalkers owe me for it. Yeah. But prolonging the effect. It's just an ongoing... Yes. They kind of owe me until... Correct. They do not any longer. And yes. then it's going to be up to you and me on how that will play out. Now. Right. Yes. So cool. Um, prolong the effect. Just writing my notes down for yep, that. No worries. Andres, could the info broker help us? It'll cost, but yes, uh, we could probably get information on the daywalkers from the info broker. How much are you talking about cost? An arm and a leg. Well, you get one more of those <laughs> for the rest of your goddamn life. So use it carefully. The info broker doesn't necessarily deal in money all the time. Um, we could just try and buy the information outright. But more often than not, we will get more information if we give some information to the info broker that they wouldn't know already. What about that Skinwalker shit? Does he know about that? Or do they know about that? They... They know what we know. Or at least they know what I reported. And so if we have any more information that we could give the info broker on that, that would be... Sounds like the info broker got payment already. No. That's I just... Tried. I tried. 
if we have any information that might be guarded that we could give the info broker on the skinwalker situation that could be valuable or on a smaller gang that most people wouldn't really know too much about the inner workings of we could offer that up as information or if either of you have information on another gang that is bigger but they're trying to hide some of their goings on well it sounds like we might need to do some info hunting because we're not going to yeah, find any of it to talk about certain things we could we could try and work out a if we don't have information and we offer up something else, we could just be in debt to the info broker and give him information when the time comes that he may come and ask for it. But I don't, being in debt to the broker is never a good thing. Yeah, we'll just settle our debts with Dell. I call me old fashioned, but I do not believe in debt. I believe you pay your bills outright. So, I bet your credit score is looking great. Well, if I use a credit, credit card, it would. <laughs> <laughs> I pay cash. Credit scores aren't real anyway. Speaking of, you tell us at the banks, all right? I still and, have an apartment. <laughs> speaking of, and I, I, I run over to my workbench and like move some things on, and I. I pull out an envelope. Uh, we still got this $10,000 check that we got from that last job. We might need to create an LLC. Create an LLC somewhere to put <laughs> it. That way we can, you guys can get paid equally and appropriately. I mean, who's the check made out to? That's a good question. Um... Uh, who'd he give it to? Dell? He, he handed it, it to Del. me. Yeah. But uh, he, he probably it. left it open. He probably was just a not a blank check, but filled in for the 10 grand. Um, made out made to out, cash. Made out to cash, yeah. Oh, perfect. I've never actually written a check, so thanks. <laughs> Have you really? No, it's fucking 2022. And my oh. adult life, everything has been online. I'll have you know I have not, pay I have not done that either. Like, do you want it. a checkbook? I was like, no. Ozer, you and I feel real old. Right? I do need to pause <laughs> real quick. I have to pee so fucking bad. Yeah, let's take okay, a... No. Technical take a difficulty screen. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back pretty quickly for y'all. <laughs> seals i mean once upon no, i'm just kidding <laughs> and we're back are we are we back is it time now hey, let's do it let's be back so this chick this made out to cash i mean it's 10 grand that's some good uh seed money for our misfit outfits i say we kind of leave it as an open fund that we can pull from each of the three of us can pull from and 
call him if he comes asking for any of it. Yeah, but primarily, I think, I mean, we all got day-to-days that's paying the bills. I wouldn't mind if this just stays in cash and we only deal in cash and it just goes to fund whatever kind of shit we need for this. Cash right? is a lot easier to not be trapped. I prefer it. I don't know why you're looking at me. If you want to keep your name out of this. No, but I got my ways. It's, I'll, I'll be okay. For now, you need to try and find some more leads or information on this tiny case. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So I say we break for the day, go our separate ways, take care of our own lives, and see if we can reach into those different areas. Adele, maybe you can try and talk some more to Tanya. Cooper, you go see what you can find on this coal, and I'll see and talk to the broker about what it's going to take for payment y'all I think we might be good at this that felt real official Andres that remains to be seen on execution but we have a plan hey we're good on paper yeah if, so. if uh, execution of the last bit says anything we're not we're good. there's some uh, room to be pinproof. You know, it's okay to be a grower, not a shower. And on that note, Andres walks towards the back door. <laughs> hey, we'll get together on, on something better than this combo lock on this back door, but uh, for now, what should the code be? I don't want to text it because I don't want to out there, I guess. One, two, three, four. No, God, no. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. Eight, zero, zero, eight, five. Perfect. <laughs> eight, zero, zero, eighty-five. All right. For those of you that don't use calculators, that spells boobs. <laughs> it used to be my favorite. Actually, you'd have to, you'd have to back in the day. Do five eight zero zero eight. Uh huh. And then turn flip the it over. Up mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, the good old days. I think you could almost spell penis. There was something else you could s spell. I think boobies was the only one I ever did. Oh, boobies! Yeah. <laughs> so Andres establishes the camera in the alleyway <laughs> takes public transit home. Okay. <laughs> Not going to entertain this conversation <laughs> about calculator boobs. Um, Calculators had boobs, or they'd be on the front or the back. Anyways, um... um... <laughs> well, you've already established there's a front and a back, therefore they're on the front because they're boobs. Hi. Alright, Cooper, I'm assuming you're leaving as well. This man is calling me. <gasps> Moose! And he won't be watching this episode. So that's okay. okay. He might. No. You don't know. Are you leaving or are you sticking around? You want to hang out? 
I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks I'm... for the beer. Um, no. <laughs> I knew that'd get you out of here. Is, right, what time so... of day is this? Yes. I think it was evening. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I, don't it was, I don't think it was late evening, but I think it was evening. Okay. All right, so we're going to do some individual scenes. What order would you guys like to go in? Well, as far as this evening goes, I'm just going home. Because, oh, okay. uh, needs time to himself. To sleep for 12 hours. To sleep for 12 hours. <laughs> Did not follow the assignment. He's been, uh, caffeine-fueled and has to deal with these people now. Andres is going to, or the broker is going to reach out to the daywalkers. Send okay. Or whoever the contact there would be for the broker to set up a meeting. All right, let's pull a name. Who are we going to use? None other than Cantina 13.13. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your contact is uh, Rosa Farrell. Strong <laughs> one. Uh, how do I spell that last? Not time? Rosa Farrell. F A R R E L L. There it is. <laughs> Stream next. So yeah, Andres will reach out to Rosa to send the message will be strongly worded. Strongly worded. Sternly hey, yo, worded. Where my say. money, bitch? Sternly worded, I should say. Of I, uh, the end of the message will essentially read like, "Don't bother to send someone who doesn't have the answers that I'm looking for." not telling them what answers I'm looking for, just threatening them to send someone who is higher up in the Daywalker's ladder. Okay. Um, so what was the job that they had uh, the broker do? Um, let me pull up that um, reference photo of the city because they were probably looking for information on one of the gangs of the city so bordering would be the foundry uh the copper demon company and uh the genie um oh you know what no it would be information um trying to set up arms deals so it probably okay. wouldn't even be one of the surrounding ones it'd probably be one of the um it'd probably be setting up a um supply chain through the harbor and getting okay. the people to do that. And so like setting up a lot of their gun running in the area as they were coming up and like it was just kind of left as an open contract. Uh, that's why we can add the ongoing tag to the tracking card. Okay. And just like, I, the broker basically got them started. 
and now it's time for the broker to come and collect. Okay. Uh, and do you have an idea of what this, what the message reads? Um, again, I, I don't want to try and come up with an actual message because we saw how long it took me just to come up with a name for a goddamn ramen restaurant, and I don't want to waste fair. another hour. Um, but it, again, just ends with that threat of do not, don't waste my time by sending someone who won't have the answers I need. All right. So the shot will be um, several individuals are standing in a dark room. Um, and a female is leaned up against the wall, uh, kind of observing everybody as a ding fills uh, the, the empty air. Um, sounds of screaming kind of are echoing through the hallway um, as a... I actually have a description for her. Uh, as a rough-looking uh, individual... <laughs> She's rough. Uh, pulls at her uh, pulls a phone out of her coat pocket um, black ponytail uh, leather jacket torn up skinny jeans um, he thick wedge heels that she probably shouldn't be in a gang in wearing but that is uh, her formal attire that's um, just how punk she is exactly wedge heels uh, are sexy pulls out her phone um, and her face illuminates a very scarred um, appearance as she reads the last line, send someone important. All right. Uh, so she puts her phone back into um, her breast pocket, reaches over to the table next to her and cocks her gun uh, before tucking it in the back of her jeans. Uh, as she nods to a few people around her and leaves the building. Cool. Uh, Del, what is your plan of action at the moment? So as soon as they leave, I uh, I go and grab the handcuffs that I tucked underneath the couch, and I walk across the wall, flip the switch, and the whole wall flips around, and I replace the handcuffs in their correct location. <laughs> And flip switch and wall flips back. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then I pull out my phone, flip it open, and I just text Tanya. Uh, I just say, "Hey, you doing all right? Just so you know, we're we're you looking want some into stress this." Relief. No, uh, Dale is not always a horn dog, but if she was open to it, it wouldn't say no. But that's not why I'm texting. Um, he's generally checking in, just say, like checking in how she is and just letting her know that um, we, we got people looking into it. It'll be okay. Uh, you get a text back that just says, Thanks, not doing well. <laughs> he's like, How do I not? Insinuate. Do you need any company? Shoulder <laughs> to cry on. Uh, could use a drinking buddy. You got it. So I. What that means? I pull the clicker out of my pocket, click it, and the little spider thing walks over, and opens up, and I grab the bottle, tuck it under an arm, um, hang the clicker next to the wall, and shut off all the breakers, and head upstairs. Um, 
lock the basement door, and head toward Tanya's. How far does she live? Uh, I mean, she lives in the area. She works at Lucky's Donut, uh, which is in the old district. You're in the old district, so she's probably in that area. So I'll probably walk. I would hope so. Blocks. You've been drinking, and I hope uh, Dell does not participate in drunk driving. No, he does not. Um, so it's a few blocks walk. Now walk over to this kind of brownstone building and hit the buzzer. It says hunt next to it. Yep. Uh, and the first time you ring it, you don't get a response. I try it again. And then while I'm waiting, I pull out my phone and text. I'm outside. Uh, no response on the buzzer. No response on the text. No, I just have a question. Is is Dell texting via T9? Absolutely. I was like, <laughs> as soon as you, before you even ask this question, yes, it's T9. For those that don't know, Google it. Um, yeah, Dell is not very tech savvy, and he has a cell phone. He's not a monster, but it's not like a smartphone. It's an old razor with T9. T9 or ABC? T. T9. Um, but, so I, and then I, I give her a call. Anything? Uh, uh, rings to voicemail. Shit, uh -oh. shit, shit, shit. Um, so I know that uh, if I go around the corner and I look up, I know that um, five stories up, I can see a window into her apartment. Um, okay. Is there a light on? Uh, yes, there is, but there is also broken glass. The window's broken? Yes. Ah, shit. Um, to clarify, if you look downwards, there is not broken glass on at your feet. So something broke in. Yes. From Wanted the to make sure that was... Um, okay, so I, I set the bottle down, and I open my leg strap and pull out a small jar uncork it and pull out my little dragonfly my dragon spy okay um so i take it out i set it on the ground and i pull down my monogogical <laughs> that's right i remember everything Magonical. um professor, Mag professor McGonagall. <laughs> am i okay buddy go do your thing all right, uh, go ahead and roll investigate. Shit, shit! Um, where's my sheet? Um, what are you adding to this? I would have added... Uh, snooping around. Yep. Eye for detail. Yep. And ingenuity. Can I do that too? I'll give you that one. Uh, so that will be a plus three. It's two a two. Oh, so it's a five. Okay, yeah, so. I, I didn't want to just like throw the entire kitchen sink at it knowing that I rolled first. I'm like, that's not fair. So yeah, it's a five. Okay. Uh, well, I only allow plus three anyways, so you couldn't throw the whole kitchen sink at it anyways. Oh, cool. Good job. Um, so with that, uh, the dragonfly begins to fly upwards, and then you see his wings start to sputter a little bit. Uh, and as he goes up, the wings stop, and he begins to fall. And as he comes down, you see a flashing red light, uh, because you've got to change the battery on the dragonfly. 
Ooh. Damn it. I knew I got... little tiny watch batteries, too. Yeah. Exactly. They're annoying to find. Yep. If you don't buy quite the right size, you got to go all the way back to the store. Oh, shit. Uh. Um, is there any other way to get up there? Uh, yeah. Uh, you would be able to see that there is a dumpster um about three feet away from the fire escape that is not extended but you could probably make a leap uh to grabbing the fire escape and then climbing your way up okay so i put the dragon spy back in this little jar bang the cork on the ground put it back in my leg pouch <sighs> sometimes having two arms would be really cool right now and so i <laughs> i go that's it we're not in person so that one doesn't count <laughs> um, so yeah, I try to make the leap off the dumpster up to the fire escape. Use your third leg. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta remember, uh, in scenarios like this, this is just something, this is a scene you are establishing. I don't, um, like, roll an acrobatics check. Nope, that's, that's D&D. Technically, um, this would be, like, a take the risk, but that is if you were jumping from the fifth floor, I'd make you do something like that. Um, but no, this is just something narratively you can establish okay. that happens. And growing up in the foundry for the last, you know, eight years or so and always having one arm, mm -hmm. like I always got myself in precarious situations and exactly. I've gotten good at using one Bell arm. knows how to, exactly. It's a strong lefty. And so I hit Grab the ladder. strong hand. Sorry. <laughs> and I, until I can get a foot up and then I um, work my way up to the fire escape and run up to the fifth floor window and look around and can I, do I see anything like what broke the window? Yep. So as you look in, uh, you see glass has been shattered into the interior of her apartment and the apartment is absolutely trashed. Uh, the TV is broken. Furniture has been shattered um, and there is blood all over the place. Did we establish, did I get my, my gun back from the inn? No. Shit. And I didn't grab anything from the basement before I left. No, you did not. And you left your bottle downstairs. The whiskey bottle. The whiskey bottle, yeah. Yeah. Damn it. It's good whiskey, too. I'll pick it up on my way out. Maybe. Um, Pandora's got a lot of homeless people. Uh, yeah, especially in the old district. One of the foundlings is going to have a good night. <laughs> um... Uh, okay, so I quickly go to the fire. I, before stepping into this place, like as quietly as I can, I want to use my mist to, um, like rip off part of the like a handle piece or two, um, from the fire escape and fashion okay. it into a sword. Sure, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll change the game. Oh, I gotta stop doing that. I didn't add anything, so tough. Um, nine. Yep, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, so with uh, change the game, you're able to make a story tag, which would be making an impromptu sword. Sweet. I'm gonna add that to my dragon has got cards. a gladius. I'm gonna call it a... Cornelius Gladius the third. Fire... Gladius? Is that the right region? Am I? No. I'm not sure what you're referencing. TBH. That's, that's Roman. I'm gonna it's call it short, the short sword. 
I'm gonna call it the fire Excalibur. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now it's got like kind of this rusty hand hilt and how it's pretty thrown together. I didn't yeah, put a lot of crap art into it. Shot. <laughs> um, years. <laughs> Probably before the accident. I've Jesus been, Christ! It lasts for ten years, so I might have a couple more years in me. Um, so sneakily, I I try to crouch. I'm trying to be sneaky while seeing if there's anybody still in the apartment. If Tani's okay, what's going on? Yeah. So the the apartment is quiet. You get the smell of alcohol. Um, everywhere and as you look up behind the couch on the wall that kind of separates between the kitchen uh, and the dining room you see alcohol um, has been splattered like so you can see the stain of the alcohol on her white wall um, and at the feet you see a bottle or a shattered bottle of glass um, and you can begin to follow the blood trails until you cut around the corner and you see two legs motionless uh, behind the corner um, so I, I rushed to the two legs is it tanya and as you rush over you see tanya unconscious uh her knuckles uh bloody and bruised um her face is a little bit beat up she's got some gashes kind of scattered all over her body uh, she, she is breathing but breathing? she is unconscious um shit i kind of like jostle her a little bit like slap her face a little bit tanya 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 can you hear me? Uh, he groans a little bit, but no response outside of that. Let's let's smack the woman that's been beaten. Lightly, lightly. <laughs> um, is there and the, is there a, like open wound that needs attention right now? Uh, nothing in that extent. Like she's been cut by glass, but nothing that's like life threatening. Uh, she's more beaten than anything. Uh, I'm gonna call nine one one. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and as you make that phone call, we're going to actually cut over to uh, <gasps> a cell phone ringing um, to uh, those same heels or those, those same wedges we saw. Uh, we see those wedges walking down a sidewalk. We hear her, the click clack of the heels as she takes steps as the camera pans up as she answers her phone. What do you mean you didn't take care of it? She's a fucking waitress. You're telling me you couldn't handle a waitress? You're a fucking... Just wait till I get a hold of you. As she hangs up the phone and walks into the front doors of the uh, the neon pillars, uh, Rosa begins to walk across the entryway and uh, presses the up button for the elevator. Uh, the door slides open as a few residents are stepping out as she steps in. A couple people try following her, and she gives a dirty look that keeps them skeptical in a way as the, the elevator's door closes on her. Uh, the elevator proceeds up to the 55th floor? No, it's like, it's like 90-something. I don't remember. The 42nd floor. No. Everything um, that's important happens. Lives on no, the 42nd um, floor of the Neon Pillars, operates on the 100th floor. Yeah. Uh, so she is in the elevator for a good chunk of time, obviously, because 100 floors is fucking 100 floors. Um, and as she makes her way up the uh, elevator, the uh, doors open as she begins to make her way down the hallway towards the broker's office. Um, Andresh, are, what are you doing at the moment? Are you in the broker's office or is Andresh in his home? Andresh is in the broker is in the broker's office. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Their mask is on. 
their gear is on. Um, Raven drones are set up so that yep. they are watching. Oh, absolutely. The moment that the I'm assuming the broker gets notified, the, if the hundredth floor gets pressed, I feel like an alert would go off for mm -hmm. the broker. Um, so even before the door is open, cameras have already turned and they are watching. Um, and as Rosa is walking down the hallway, we see the camera zoom in at various parts of her body. Uh, one of them highlighting her lower back and you see the outline of a gun is traced out. Um, and as she gets to the uh, broker's front door. There's no answer. People know how this works. Okay. Uh, she opens the door and uh, w just walks in. Pitch black room. Again, it's an open loft con, like a, a pen open penthouse concept. And so opening the door, there's just the light coming from the hallway that creates just that sliver of light that lays across the stairs that lead up to the second floor. And like, this is a grand staircase kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This is a penthouse suite. And so, but no one is to be seen in the apartment or in the, the condo, the penthouse. So they walk in, the door closes automatically behind them. Uh, she immediately reaches back. Uh, she doesn't pull the gun, but she does rest her palm on her piece. One for the ambiance, huh? As the um, LED mask just lights up, just kind of looking like it's floating there in the dark. You took your sweet time coming here. Just the voice, the vocal distortion going on with the, the mask and everything. <laughs> Sounds honestly, it sounds very much like um, uh, Kylo Ren when he's got the mask on. Okay, okay. Uh, it's uh, it's been a busy day. You want payment? What do you want? I want confirmation. You have yeah. someone on your staff. That I Who are you looking for? What was the first name? Cole. Cole. Cole was his first name? Cole. Nunez. But he was undercover. Would that be his name? Uh, no, I, he would have a different name undercover. Do we have that name? Um, I don't remember if we did or not. That you haven't would... told us to it yet. Can I do a flashback then, since I am in the spotlight? Yeah, and absolutely. Look up all the information on Cole Nunez through the... Yep. Um, Pandora Police Department's You're going servers. to need to do an investigate. Cool. Um, Netrunner access, weaponized <laughs> info, and... I'll say... I think I, I can just use the two. Okay, sure. Let's see what you got. total of eight all right so on an eight uh on a hit you get clues equal power so you get two clues to ask the mc a one-on-one -on -one question um what was cole nunez's cover name uh so as you are uh, so in the flashback uh you are hacking away um the ppd is 
obviously like most police departments isn't going to have the most high-tech security field um but having somebody like cooper and um oh what the hell is her name scarlet scarlet yes thank you um them being aware of the mist have added some extra precautions uh to their firewalls and whatnot to help avoid um those proficient in hacking to not be able to get information they can't get too easily um so it takes the broker a little bit of time to be able to maneuver through these wire firewalls and whatnot uh but you do end up being able to pull a dossier off of the computer of uh skylar romero uh who is going to be or who would be um uh cole's um handler commanding handler thank you sorry trying to fucking keep shit up handled by skylar I really wish I had brought a sweater or a flannel down here. It is really cold in this room. <laughs> is it my, uh, my fingers are starting to turn. Oh my god! The tips. Like it's. I'm actually. I went out and adjusted the thermostat because it was set to like 68 in here. Oh, that sounds like, fantastic! Guys, it's that's so warm. Low. Low. That's warm. Not in. Not in this building. <laughs> I'm always in the basement with a I need a hoodie and I have two blankets in this chair. All right. Sorry. Got some quick notes there. Sorry about that. Um, There isn't a lot of information that you can pull for this. Um, Skylar has gone a kind of above and beyond trying to protect her assets. Uh, But you do get the name, uh, just a single name. You get... um, Matt Gomez. All right. Uh, so that's one clue. Second clue. Um, what would have been his like? What was his motivation? Um, uh, so what, yes. What was his his? Uh, job essentially why was he undercover what trail was he following uh they are attempting a rico case you're gonna have to explain that uh rico cases are um trying to get uh, it's a domino effect you try to get one person on like a gun charge and you take down an organization with it so he's trying to infiltrate to try to get up in the ranks to be able to take them down from the inside out based off their arms dealing Okay. Cool. Those are my two clues, then. Um, so, yeah, cut back to the broker addressing these. How many figures are in this room right now? Three? Uh, just one. Just. Oh, she came by yeah, She came alone, okay. yes. Um, I need information on Skylar Luna. Uh, you, uh, sorry, uh, Matt Gomez is the information you want. Or are you sorry, looking for... No, 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 Matt Gomez. Okay, yeah. The uh, you hear the sound of a hammer being pulled back. Uh, I can give you information, but he's dead, so I'm not really sure what you're going to do with him. 
as a child, you know? No. He's a rat. That rat is no longer a problem. That rat is causing issues with another one of my clients. Uh, tell your client that has been resolved because I put a bullet in his dome myself. Matt Gomez was an undercover cop. We are well aware of his true occupation. Went by the name of Nunez. His ex-wife is looking for their son. Mm -hmm. She's uh, being taken care of as well. And the child? Was not aware there was a child. Of course not, because you are sloppy and irresponsible. Like I just said, your problem has been resolved. Your client's problem has been resolved. Sloppy or not, it's handled. My client is the ex-wife. Your client is not breathing. At least not well. She won't be talking to anybody for a long, long time. Again, no child? None that we are aware of. Fine. Go back to your boss then. And if my client did survive, she is not to be touched. All right. Uh, and she begins to back away slowly, not breaking eye contact from you um, until the door is binned open Again, she's just staring up at oh just yeah just up at that just at the light is all she's yeah. staring at uh yes so. she backs away and uh leaves the office uh, and obviously i'm assuming you switch right back to your cameras to watch uh, as you see her mumbling to herself down the hallway this fucking piece of shit thinks he fucking knows better than anybody else fuck him uh as she makes her way to the elevator and proceeds down to the uh front entryway and i'm going to have one of my Let's just tag her. Okay, absolutely. Follow her the entire yep. way. Um, I want to know what next conversation she is having. I want to know. I want to be able to um, access oh, her phone if she's just... <laughs> yeah. um, I want to be able to access her phone if someone calls her. I want to be able to overhear a conversation if she goes somewhere. So okay, there's probably going to be several Raven drones that are. Yeah, on this. absolutely. Yep, she doesn't. Uh, so when she gets back down to the entryway, uh, she gets uh, she starts walking down the hallway and makes her first phone call, uh, which is calling a, a vehicle. Uh, and a black SUV pulls up in the middle of traffic, just cutting everybody off. Uh, she gets into the car and begins making her way back across. The okay. Um, if I need to, I will even make a roll to try and get one of the Raven drones, just like on the underside of that car, so it's easier to track. Uh, I don't even think we need to make a roll for that. Though. Cool. GPS location is now locked on to this black SUV. All right. Uh, Dell, uh, you are sitting there in... Uh, do you try to get Tanya out of the apartment, or do you wait for EMS to come to you? So I um, I wait there for EMS. I, I quickly use my mythos to dismantle the sword and turn them back into just like rusty scraps or okay. at least i don't know if i have the power to quite do that but i can 
make it look not like a sword and just assembly, throw it out. Disassembly, same thing. Okay. Um, I unlock the front door and open it. Okay. And I sit there and wait until EMS arrives. Uh, you hear them, or as you're waiting, you hear frantic pushing of the the entry door buzz. Um, yeah, 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 come on up, come on up. Uh, so you begin to hear uh, multiple footsteps running up the steps. Uh, in just a few minutes, two EMS come rushing into the door, med bags out, um, and they begin trying to work triage on this individual before they can get her carried up and out of the apartment. What the fuck happened? What did you do? I, I just came to check in on a friend and I, I found her like this. The door was open and I, I just came right in and I, I, I gave her a call. Uh, and as you're talking, two uh, uniformed officers come in, um, one of which uh, you are actually familiar with um, because they arrested you. Hey, again. You just got what out on parole, my guy. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here, Dell? Literally, I did not do this. Okay. Um, and I want to use, I want to roll a convince to show that I literally just care about this person. Um, but I'm not, I'm going to try to leave out anything where I literally broke in through the window and I'm going to spin the story that um, I, I buzzed, she didn't answer, so someone came through the door and I let myself up and then the front door yeah. was unlocked. What are you at before you roll? Um, I'm gonna add. Adding. I'm gonna add charming as fuck. Yeah. And I'm gonna add pity card. Okay. Uh, pity the fool. So plus two. Yeah. Come on. Seven plus two is nine. All right. So. Uh, when you use your abilities to talk, threaten, or seduce someone into doing something, roll plus power. On a hit, you choose a relevant status with tier equals power. Uh, your target can choose either to uh, either to take the status or seven to nine, give a little, but protect their own agenda. So uh, the tag in this circumstance would be convince. Um, so tell us, how do you convince the officers that you are not responsible for this? I, I tell all that story, and I was like, I know she'd been going through something and you know i just i live i literally am like honest i just know it looks bad and so i'm hoping that i can sway things against me getting arrested again but but you're innocent until proven guilty that's how law works yeah well not quite around Listen, here dell I, I know your record pretty well you're not a violent offender I still have to take you in. Like, we have to ask you questions. Like, I need you to come downtown with us. Can you just call Cooper? Uh, that doesn't change the fact. Like, we have protocol. Like, I'm not arresting you, but, like, you have to come downtown. You have to. Can we at least go to the hospital with her first? Like, I just want to make sure she's okay. I want to see that she gets there. We can follow the ambulance, but once she's through the doors, you have to. We have to go straight to the police department. Fine, fine, fine. All right, let's go. Uh, and they begin to escort you down to the stairs to one of the squad cars as EMS gets uh, Tanya put onto a gurney and they get her in. And I just like holler after one of the EMS. Is she going to be okay? Uh, we're we're going to try our best as they begin barreling through uh, Pandora. Dell gets a text on his phone. 
Am I in handcuffs? No, they you, they didn't arrest you. Okay. Um, they I'll are at, taking you in their squad car, though. Okay, I get a text. I look at what's the text say. Cole was found out. Um, I text back. That tracks. Tani's on the way to the hospital. I'm on the way down to PPD. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Cole send. Is dead. What about the kid? The day, the what is it? Sorry. Daywalkers. Daywalkers, yeah. The daywalkers don't know anything about him. I'm trying to remember. Can razor phones do group texts? I never had one, but I don't like, remember our phones being able to have a group text. I, I don't feature. remember group texts being a thing until iPhones. So I start a separate. <laughs> yes, it no you couldn't because some people during the switch when they got smartphones they would start a group thread, but I didn't have that so I just ended up with a ton of different texts. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it would send a group text but you would get a, a individual responses every yeah. Yep. Um so I I started another text I text oh. Cooper. Um Apparently Cole is dead. Just heard from Andresh. Tanya was attacked. She's on the way to hospital. I'm on the way to PPD. Help. Alright, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna roll this D20. No! On a, on a 1 or 20, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dale is it's fine. been 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just took my pants off. What the fuck? <laughs> Amazing. I'm not even gonna text. I'm just gonna call him. Call me? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, at ringtone. Yeah. Too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for <laughs> my shirt. Too sexy. It hurts. Hello. Hey. When you when you get to the station, um, just, just have them take you to my office. I'll getting dressed now. I'm I'll be there in a little bit. Just. I mean, I'll let them know, but I, I don't really think I'm in any position to be calling the shots. No, just just tell them I'm on my way. I'll. I'll give them a call but they if they give you a hard time let me know okay fairly certain they're gonna give me a hard time <laughs> i just so y'all know i'm trying to be completely up front here i'm not trying to hide shit i just talked to cooper just he's coming down he's gonna help sort this out but i, I promise i just want to make sure my friend's okay uh, so I'm going to say this conversation is happening in the squad car as yeah. you guys are pulling away following. Um, but the camera doesn't follow you guys. Uh, the camera is actually going to zoom outwards as another individual comes out of the corner of the alleyway, uh, taking out their phone and making a phone call. Um, and Andresh, uh, you get a notification uh, that the drone on the bottom of the SUV uh, begins to pick up a ringtone as Rosa picks up the phone. They're on the way to the hospital. Just 
send a couple guys this have them take care of it and then she hangs up the phone could I try to uh, it was very short so dude could I try to access her phone to get the phone number of the phone that called you would you you would have her phone number because you spoke directly with her uh so yeah roll investigate cool um netrunner access and to clarify so this is going to be two investigates one if you can pull her call log and then you have to be able to track the call from there so this is going to be two separate investigate checks i I'm not trying to track. I'm just trying to get the phone number. Oh, okay. I gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, Netrunner access, and I think that's all I can do. Okay. So plus one? Yeah. I mean, technically, you're using the drone, but... That is a total of ten. All right. So Nice. Yeah. Uh, clue is equal power, so you get to ask your uh, one question. What is that phone number? Yep, uh, and you pull that number. Who's your daddy? Five, five, five. Yeah, five, whatever four, it is. And um, the broker calls it. Okay. <laughs> using one of the, using a couple of the Raven drones to bounce the signal so it can't be right. backtracked. But yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, hello. I have a feeling you know who this is. Daryl. No, you the, fool. The door this is the broker. Runner. What? Why are you calling me? You just received orders. Orders that deliberately go against orders that I gave earlier today. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't really answer to you. Um, Andrush is going to try and use the Raven drone to crash the SUV. No, <laughs> Now, Gross. to clarify, this is the SUV I know, that she's in, not... Yeah, I know that they're not in the SUV, but I'm hoping that, like, an explosion or a crash is loud enough or close by enough. And even if it's not, they'll hear about it. Have we... Mm, that's a bit of a show. Have we established that the Raven drones have an explosion capability? No, I'm just trying to pretty much... I don't care if the Raven it drone can, gets It can destroyed. run itself into just, the wheel, though. Yeah, I just want to run it into the wheel and try to crash the SUV. How big are the Raven drones? The roll it changed the game. Okay. It's and gotta we'll have see, like and we'll um, see how well that plays out. Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio um self destruct feature, doesn't it? Uh, kinda. If like... one gets in the wrong hands. You don't want it to blow uh, it's, up? It's going to be like a, a overcharge. And so, like, I'm kind of using that along with just the physical mass of the Raven Drone. So, Raven Drone, eye for detail to try and figure out exactly where on the SUV to lodge this thing to cause the most damage. Okay. An improvised weapon because I'm yep, using yep. this thing as a wedge rather than as a drone. Yeah, plus three. What, it would probably want to go, like, from underneath up into the... Oh, it to I would totally go in the front real well. Um, I will even 
I didn't. I rolled, but I haven't looked at the what I got yet. I will even um, go. What's the thing when you like push beyond what you usually can do with stuff? Hit with all you've got. No, no. no. Um, or oh, you want to go stop holding back? Yes. Oh. All right. So when the MC's action or when the MPC's actions exceed the agreed scope to use their powers, the player must stop holding back. Mm-hmm. Which that causes. All right. Now we gotta remember what. That I feel like has a reaction. The situation. Right it now. does, but that has a reaction. I think it burns a theme for the time being. Alright, bear with me just one moment. Okay, so here we go. Um, on a hit, you achieve exactly what you wanted to achieve and pay the price. And so I've got the... Um, 2.56. I've got it right here. Um, so it's They're significant, no return, or ultimate. And they each have different prices that they take. Okay. Um, I just passed it, so. I I don't know the difference between significant and a return or ultimate. I think this would just be a significant one. Alright, so yeah, on a 7 and 9, our fade crack and burn all power tags on one theme. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, because this would not directly involve you, uh, obviously I'm not going to fucking harshly punish you for something like that, but we are going a little bit wider on the scale, so I would say... Because you're doing that at such a great distance and you're trying to manipulate a lot, like you're pulling heavily from the mist to be able to influence this ability to make this type of catastrophic event take place. None of, so, this, yeah, is, so... none of this is using my myth, my mythos, though. All of this is just using stuff that I have from my logos. Um, but the, it is, I, I agree with you, like this is going to be at a cost to the, the broker because they're this is dynamic this yes. is going to attention so I, but significant i think makes the most sense as far as the three options yeah absolutely absolutely so go ahead and mark fade crack on whatever the whichever theme card pulled the most power tags so total roll yeah what is the total roll total roll is because i added three to that yes 13 Oh shit, nice. Nice. And a 10 plus mark fade crack on one thing. So yeah, whichever one pulled the most power tags, go ahead and just crack that one. Um, and I am going to say this is going to have a outer a long-term effect against mm-hmm. that relationship with the Daywalkers, but that can be established yeah. later. So yeah, so what happens here is the drone is going to unhitch itself from uh, the underside of the carriage and that it spreads its wings. Uh, spreads its wings it quickly scopes out the area and it tucks under and as soon as it hits the wheel well of the front driver's side of the car um it sets out an electrical charge that seizes the electrical system and causes the wheel to turn sharply to the left as the wheels of lock the suv flips forward and starts to flip over end over end as it smashes through uh the city of pandora hitting cars causing accidents all over the place. Uh, but as the SUV flips upside down and a bit of a heap in sliding, a gasoline trail has begun to spread and the electrical charge sparks once more as the gasoline lights and as you see this fiery trail lead its way to the SUV before it explodes. 
I encourage you before you follow through with your orders to check back in with Rosa Farrell. Uh, and he doesn't respond. He just hangs up the phone and begins to start trying to call Rosa. Um, and because you know his phone number, you see the phone call pop up and it goes straight to voicemail. He hangs up, tries dialing back again, hangs up, dials, tries again, hangs up. Fuck with the phone. And he makes another phone call uh, to a different number this time. Uh, and this pings back up into the Daywalkers area as an unfamiliar voice pops up. I don't know what just happened. I just got a call from the broker, and then I can't get a hold of Rosa. I think something happened. Uh, and you just hear a soft voice on the other side just say, okay, as the call ends. All right. All right, so we, uh, the ambulance pulls up into the, uh, the emergency pull-up as uh, doctors begin rushing out uh, outside and helping the EMTs get uh, Tanya from the vehicle and into the hospital. Uh, the two officers are pulled up behind. Look, she's in the hospital. We have to go to the police department now. Okay, it's fine. Is somebody gonna stay there with her? Uh, do we need somebody to stay with her? She was attacked. Somebody broke in. They did not complete the job. I just want to make sure that she's safe. Can somebody please stay with her? Why is this a job? You're saying she was there was a hit put out on her? I mean, why would they attack her? They did not kill her. It's Pandora. Shit happens all the time. Either somebody stays with her or I stay with her. You can't get out of the car. They're locked from the back. You don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> Stay with her. Somebody stay with her. Uh, they pull up their uh, uh, dispatch. Put me through to Cooper. Uh, and Cooper, you here on your walkie. Uh, dispatch, or uh, Cooper, this is dispatch. 773 needs to talk to you. Uh, channel 4. Go ahead. Uh, Detective Cooper, uh, this is Officer... Uh, Silver, your friend uh, is demanding a police presence for a Tanya Hunt, a, a, an attacked victim. Well, I mean, um, most attacked victims usually, um, you know, were attacked, so... He's stating this was like a hit, like a gang-sanctioned green light. Alright, um, well that changes it a little bit. Get her to the, get her, get her a, a secluded room in the ER and have hospital security post somebody at her door. Alright, thanks detective. Uh, and Silver kind of just heads, or head tilts to her partner who gets out of the car, oh, baby, uh, and makes their way into the hospital, uh, as they pull out and begin to head back towards, uh, Department. Thank you. I mean, aren't, you're going to want to know what happened when she wakes up, right, anyway? Yeah, but it's not... Yeah, let's just... We've got questions. Let's just get to the police department. Um, and we are going to uh, switch our shot to the hospital. Um, 
Tanya is being rushed down uh, hallways and into elevators as doctors and nurses uh, begin working on her and trying to get the OR prepped and everything set up. Um, and as they are trying to provide as much medical attention as they can, uh, at the far end of the hospital are two sets of footprints up here on the bottom of our shots uh, as they begin walking down the hallway. And the shots will fade out as that is where we conclude this session. Ah! On my way to the fucking police again? <laughs> I do not trust cops anymore. I'm going to run in the future. I'm not getting in any squad you cars know, for us again. Isn't that what you did the first time? You just <laughs> I can't win! I can't win. Well, this time the cops are at least like... This time you're amicable. not being arrested. Yeah, you're, they're at least amicable this time, and they're just like, we need some information to try and help out this person that you are also trying to. I don't help, know why. So. See, look, you're all y'all worked up, and you're not even in trouble. You just gotta, you just gotta go somewhere. I'm about it's to not... be. I know it. I'm about to be in trouble. You look. If it, if it had my way, yeah, you would be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if it were up to me, you'd be fucking in jail. <laughs> I would have left you there. Oh shit, there's one thing. I, I'm sorry, we gotta backtrack just a smidgen. There's one other thing we have to do here, real quick. Yay! Um, Keep playing. Cooper, uh, as you are getting to walk out your front door, the door opens and a familiar face meets you. Uh, three dogs bark. Code black. Let's go. <laughs> Why does my life suck? <laughs> Why? Why now, of all times, I... And as we see the door shut, we see both you, Harry Underling, and Sir Burr and Russ uh, enter into a gray portal as the door shuts. And that's where our episode ends. Yeah, shit, I, the whole time I forgot that we're losing you for a little bit. Yeah, so unfortunately, Lucas is out for the minimum of the next three weeks. Um, so we will be doing... Uh, Seven episodes without you. Have, we probably do. There might be that many episodes. All right, Chestnuts and Bozer. Carrying on the misfits. Let's do it. But one of my favorite parts of this game. It's time to geek out. Yes. God, this was. That's not how we do that. Ah. <laughs> this was an intense episode. It started really off cool way. very much not. <laughs> yeah, went from very five footer to oh shit. Yeah, we made up. We made up the pace at the end. Yeah, we did. Um, that one was thing. A lot. I don't know that I need this. This is like what qualifies as geeking out. But can I geek out over your cinematic picture painting? Yeah, uh, I was not happy with. I need to work more on my descriptions. I feel like I haven't. Like I know what I am picturing. I do not always articulate it verbally the best. No, no, but no, it, I, was, I followed along very well. Yeah, and it, just like where you cut the scene and then I could like picture the swipe and the camera zooming in here yeah, and like even like here. an old like uh, uh, Tarantino film where it's like half the screen's up here and then you see the feet and the yep. bottom half of the screen and you like cut it at the, the most cinematic moment. I was like, T, holy shit, you're on fire. I'm no, it, it was, it was really well done, T. Well, um, thank you. Yeah, it's like really, um, like crystallizing what one thing that sets apart City of Mist from Dungeons and Dragons, which you can do that with D and D too, 
But I think it just really fits this GTRPG. The, the mechanics, like the gameplay itself, lends itself much more in City of Mist to that kind of... Like thematic. Or... Yeah. Like it's, it doesn't, D&D &D at its core is still a war game, whereas City of Mist is a role-playing game. Ugh, I love this game so much. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. And See, you guys really, were so skeptical about it. I'm really good at war games. Click-clack <laughs> <laughs> math rocks and tactics. Yes. Numbers and tactics are, I mean, numbers and tactics are still fun, and it's why I still play Dungeons and Dragons with another group, but like, this is something completely different. Yeah, just some um, stories need a different mechanical backing to be able to tell it properly. Could we tell a story like this through D&D? Yeah. But there would just be a lot more fighting. There'd be less scenes like this. Like, we did some rolling, but it was just investigation checks. Mm -hmm. You would be setting up a lot more information by fucking beating somebody up and taking them hostage to get their information. And... Another thing I need to geek out about is that car bomb. <laughs> Dude, that was such a great idea. Um, B, great painting the picture, T. Yeah. And C, um, who's who who DM'd um, the Alexandria arc on Critical Role? What's her name? Uh, Bria Iyengar. Bria Iyengar. She put it best where the dice are the moment when a decision and... Um, like fate come at a crossroads and yeah they come through the dice and the dice came through with a 13 yes, this did. needed to happen <laughs> that was so cool I'm well just... not to not to take away from that quote so that scene was going to happen regardless the the fate outside of that would have been the outcome to what happens to jeff sits what happens to the broker for stop holding back which is something I didn't think we would be using so early, but I'm not upset. No, it was it a good moment play. for it. Because yeah, I it think this really is for it. this was a good moment to see who the broker is. Like obviously in such early phases, phases, phases of this, they're like we're all like you guys have a concrete idea of like who your characters are. Like as much as you get annoyed with like the character effects, like I'm trying to help you kind of like well round out this idea. But I don't know about you, Jeff. It's, we've never talked about the broker being a killer. So we just found out, like, if shit gets real, like, if things need to get done, the broker will pull the trigger to prove a point. And oh, yeah. You could make that a character fact. And it would have been cool, like, ah, so the breaker, broker is this dangerous individual. But now we see, like, you disobey me, there will be consequences. I've been, like, if, and I, okay stop rewind stop play uh words are hard sometimes but i this moment didn't feel or seem forced because there has been precedent and now it's just like looking back on it it's like oh okay andres killing the skinwalker and like they were more worried about um colin's reaction than actually like killing the skinwalker there was no remorse there and it's just like yeah it's partially just because maybe that's just like jeff sits playing the character or jeff sits forgetting like oh you killed someone maybe it's jeff sits gamifying a bit and it's like no this is th this is just who mm -hmm. andres slash the broker is and then 
I hinted at it with a character fact several weeks ago of just like, there's no one alive who knows who the broker is. I'm very I'm sure of that. <laughs> I don't want to. Andres clearly isn't schizophrenic. It's just two sides of the coin, obviously. Um, but there's going to be a point where not only like are Andres and the broker going to go head to head, but at the same time, you're also going to have the mythos coming into play. Mm-hmm. And while I will control the mythos in that mashup, like there's going to be a point where we're going to see Jeffsich role playing with himself between the battle between the broker and Andresh and the outcome that is going to impact reality. I don't know how or when that is going to come into play. Yeah, I'm fucking ecstatic to see because they're not polar opposites, but like their visualization into the world are two very different ways and how they impact society are different, vastly different. And I, I'm excited to see how that comes to the forefront. Justice, so. you were doing such a good job of playing both to the point where I forget sometimes when we're with Andresh for so long. And then it, tonight when you left and went to the broker, I almost had whiplash. I like, <laughs> I caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, Are shit. You bipolar? <laughs> who, who really is it? Like, you're doing a great job of playing both sides of that coin. Thank you. <laughs> and I just am really looking forward to the day when if we we get to meet the broker or if we realize that it's on dresh and what that's gonna look like oh, that's gonna be another it's, good a, one. it's a role-playing game like of course we're going to get to that point eventually i so can't wait like... to make you all sleepers <laughs> <laughs> that's okay no uh i've been thinking about that because if you make andresh a sleeper there's still the broker and like yeah i'll lose the powers from odin and everything if the broker becomes a sleeper but the but broker the is still, still there the broker is still very dangerous now like they have their web mm-hmm. built yep. so it's just like yeah. all right <laughs> it's gonna be really complicated to hijack both ends of your world mm-hmm. i have obviously i wrote the story so i know what the out like i know what the, the who the big bad guy like i know climactically what's going to happen i don't know what's going to happen with you guys generally because like this opens up to something like possibly you guys becoming sleepers you guys killing yourselves for the mythos to take control to save the day like there's so many thematic possibilities for your guys's outcome I don't want to rush to the end, obviously, but, like, I can't wait to see how this all comes. Like, you guys, I don't know the last time you guys looked at the web. This shit's compact as fuck. There's so much going on, influencing and dictating so much. and dense. Yeah. And all of this is directly impacted based around you guys. Obviously, I don't want to fucking hijack you guys geeking out, but... Real quick, You're allowed to uh, geek out too. Yeah, everyone's allowed to. <laughs> that's, that's the point of this channel. <laughs> but I I do want to bring up one more thing about Andresh because um, it kind of ties into the fun fact, the character fact for today, and your surprise at it, T. Like, yes, it was deliberate that Andresh takes care, like helps out an orphanage. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they still have parents that are very, that are perfectly good parents. There's more to that whole, like, that backstory and everything. Andres was not an orphan. God, we haven't even gotten to Cooper's backstory. Yeah. 
I'm like, like he hasn't written it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. I specifically wanted to just be like, yeah, Andres is not like a tragic hero or anything like that. There's no tragic backstory to turn them into the person that they are. It's just like, oh yeah, the place that I used to practice karate burned to the ground, and now I'm hyper-focused on figuring that out. And that just escalated into more and more shit now. Because it's just like, interesting. I've got nothing better to do because I kind of had a pretty easy life. <laughs> you rich kid. And then on top of that, like, there, the, the broker did go a little overboard with that car bomb than they normally would because of some of the aspects of the case that we're handling. And I've mentioned it a couple of times, but I do want to just, like, let that play out as it will because there's something that is... There's something that the broker is now invested in with this case that uh, is making them go a little... push a little bit harder to get this shit figured out. I'm telling you guys right now, if you save this kid, we will not have another Grayson scenario. I, I won't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're not responsible enough. But, we're more responsible than the Rad Stallions but, were. But if I'm gonna be Batman, I need... <laughs> I need a Robin! I need a Robin. <laughs> uh, great session, guys. T, great storytelling. Thank you. As yeah, you always. Too. Del, great fucking like um uh, great fucking thank you i've gotten great, that before. Great fucking, um, <laughs> no great fucking like uh mood setting and everything like ju or just like fill filling in the world around Del oh Del with the base yes with the base i'm like yeah so i have this little spider thing that serves drinks like don't, is don't that tell is Del that like he's good at setting the mood? That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> is that narratively like is that a big narrative plot point? No, but does it add some more world around us? Absolutely. It makes me more invested in the world because it's like, oh yeah, I really like the fact that there's this little gadget here. I like the fact that Dell has this sex thing behind the wall. You um, don't know it's a sex <laughs> thing yet. You could probably guess it's a sex thing. But. Yeah, it, it's I almost still, didn't. I almost didn't push the button today. I was just gonna wait, but I was like, "Well, I can't. I gotta put my toys away." <laughs> See, I didn't think you were going handcuff. I think you were go. I thought you were gonna go a little raunchier with uh, the toy that was gonna be left out. It's still early. <laughs> I just... Thank you. No, I love it. I love this game. But let us know um, your favorite part. Thanks for watching. Whether you watched live here in the Twitch chat. Thank you, Twitch chat. Um, or whether you're watching back on YouTube or listening on podcast. We'd love, my favorite thing is to get feedback, whether it's through Instagram DMs or Twitter or in the comments on anything. Just let us know how we're doing and leave a review on the podcast because that just helps us know what we're doing well and helps other people find us so thank you and don't forget if you're in twitch uh we do have a point redemption so you can actually write a case with me uh and you can actually be a credited writer into this tale that we will bring into the story for these yahoos uh to have to deal with and i feel like we don't often do this so i don't feel as bad about doing it right now but just one of the best ways for a podcast or a, a Twitch channel or YouTube, however you watch this, one of the best ways for us to grow and expand is word of mouth. 
people can hear about us, like can see us post on Instagram or whatever, but of course they're we can say what we want. People are going to think, oh, of course they think they're good. They're making it. But we don't we have, think we're good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but when we have Terrible people people. who listen who like who aren't a part of the creation process at all, we're just like, no, I really enjoy this story. You should at least give it a shot. That's when other people are like, okay, I'll see what it's about. So like it would mean the world if mm-hmm. y'all watching or listening can just be like tell another friend like hey give it a shot see if you like it we'd love you but on that note until next time i'm t i'm bozer i'm jeff sits and i'm gone (laughs) (laughs) and you guys just keep geeking Geeking out out. bye bye